0: Now here's your host, John Frenet, with this week's Local Business Spotlight. Joining us on the phone today
1: is Maria Washburn, who is the owner, I believe, of Woodcraft Artisans, which is a fabulous store on Main Street in Annapolis. If you're going up Main Street, it's about halfway up on the left-hand side. If you may not know the name, but you certainly will know the window because it's got the most awesome wooden, I guess, navigational maps for boats in the window, and it's just a fascinating wood store to look at because you've got tons of teak stuff. But Maria, thank you very much for giving us a call and giving us some time to talk today and learn a little bit about Woodcraft Artisans. How are you doing?
2: I'm very well. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Thank you for calling me.
1: Well, this is great. We're trying to highlight all these businesses. And you guys, I know, have been around for quite a while. I've been, I I can't remember. I mean, I've been down in Annapolis area since 1996. And I, I have to go way back when before I figure out that you were here. But what is it that Woodcraft Artisans does on Main Street? I mean, what is your store all about?
2: So, yes, we have been here 11 years. Um, and uh, Woodcraft Artisans does lots of these wood-carved maps. So we have over 6,000 areas that are already mapped. Obviously, they don't all fit on our walls. So uh, if you come to the store and you say, oh, I didn't," they didn't have this and that, just ask us, because most likely we have it. Um, there's just no wall space for everything here in the store. But, um, yes, yeah, so these are like nautical charts that are carved in wood. Um, they depict the the uh, depth of the water. So in the smaller maps, the depth of the water is uh, drawn in the lines and marked with numbers. But in the bigger maps, they are multi-layer. They can have like 10 different layers, so they're really 3D, and um, and they are actual uh, charts. So that that information, it's not just uh, imagination. It's actually
1: how. When I finally am able to afford a yacht, I could put it up on there and it would have a legitimate chart.
2: That's right. Wow,
1: I got to work on getting my. You might
2: th- want to have a paper uh, chart with you too, but um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, look,
1: let me work on getting my yacht first. Okay, I'm <laughs> I'm still working on a canoe. So it's. Uh, you said you've been here for. 11 years, did you say, already, or 12? 11. 11 on Main Street. Now, you also have a store over on the Eastern Shore in my second favorite town in Maryland, St. Michael's, right?
2: That's right. Uh, We've been there six years.
1: Mm -hmm. That was my next question is which came first, whether it was Annapolis or St. Michael's, and that's a neat little town.
2: Yeah, Annapolis was first.
1: Well. And do you sell the same stuff over there? Same the maps? And- uh, yes,
2: it's it's a little bit smaller store, so it doesn't have quite the same inventory as uh, a Napoli store has. But uh, but basically, um, yeah, maps, um, teak furniture, model sailboats, nautical gifts.
1: Right. Well, I I love some of the teak stuff that you have there. I know I've um, purchased a couple of cutting boards. Throughout the years, you know, usually typically around Christmas time, I'm looking for gifts for, you know, parents or relatives, and there's usually some good stuff that you can be found there as well as uh, some beautiful furniture that's in there, the folding, some of the folding teak chairs and everything else. But how, how did you get into wood artistry?
2: So this happened in uh, 1998. We had just finished sailing around the world. My husband started from Virgin Islands, met me halfway uh, around the world. We came together back to from where he had started 13 years earlier, had two kids, had to find a place to live, (laughs) preferably on land because with two kids in a 32-foot sailboat, it was getting a little tight. So we decided on uh, Puerto Rico. My husband's daughter from the first marriage, she had a store uh, in Tortola, British Virgin Island, right. selling teak furniture. And she had always thought that Puerto Rico should have a store like this. So she said, why don't you go and check it out? And uh, we did. And we opened the store and we opened the second one. We were nine years in old San Juan and then decided that it's time, it's time to move on. Uh, bring then a high school uh, kid uh, better schools and we decided on Annapolis because my husband has family here so we had always been coming to Annapolis we knew knew the town
1: I want to back and- up a little bit here your husband lived in the Virgin Islands mm-hmm. and he said I'm going to sail around the world and he got halfway on this journey met you someplace Borneo in, Bo- in Borneo okay so he, get, he, pu- he pulls into port in Borneo meets Maria And says, "Hey, you want to finish my journey with me?"
2: (laughs) Yeah, it didn't exactly happen that fast, but you know, eventually, that's what happened. I was um, I was working for a travel agency, um, and I had taken a a group to uh, Borneo on this uh, beautiful beach resort. And he was anchored in front of the the place, and we met.
1: You know, that's that's a fantastic. Okay, this podcast is over. That's a fantastic story. That, that is, um, that is an amazing story. And you came back, you went to San Juan, which is also another beautiful town, especially old San Juan. Wow. That is so cool. So you decided to, as your kids got older, you decided to come up to Maryland for, you know, to change things up, but you just brought your concept with you.
2: That's right. Um, at that point, um, so when we opened this store, we didn't have the maps yet right away. Um, so when we opened the store, we had wooden furniture, teak furniture, home decor. So the maps came about two years later.
1: You said there's like, what, 9,000 maps or some crazy number of, of different maps. So, I mean, can I get maps of literally any navigable body of water? Yes. I mean, how, how are they actually made? I mean, I imagine they're like laser cut or something like that that you would, you know, program in whatever bay or lake or...
2: Yeah, so we... We work with uh, three different groups of map makers, and um, so they have all the, you know, you do, if you want to have a, a map made, of, made out of little lake, you don't have to bring any information to us. Just tell us the name of the lake, and we can make a map all, out of that. So um, we use uh, nautical charts and then um, satellite maps and get the information from two, because they don't only have the water information, but they have the roads and the streets and towns on the on the land areas too and um, so yeah for example today I uh, I worked with a client who had a favorite place in Scotland one particular island and he just happened to walk past and said that would I be able to get a map from that well it's in the queue now it's uh, it's we're going to be making him the map of that island in Scotland
1: that's really neat. I mean, it just sounds—it you know, sounds kind of neat in, in your particular instance to sit there and say, "Okay, well, hey, let me get a map of Borneo," uh, which certainly you're not going to be able to, you know, pick off the wall in Annapolis or in Saint Michael's. I mean, I, I would be surprised. Well, maybe not because you guys met there, but that is so cool. I mean, that, that's a great romantic gift for uh, for a couple if you met some met somebody near near a body of water. That would be just absolutely amazing. You, you are a woman of the world, apparently. I mean, uh, between. Where were you? You said you were leading a tour in Borneo. Where were you leading the tour from?
2: So I am from Finland, and um, I was working for a Finnish travel agency uh, uh, some years in my in my early life, and uh, that took me to uh, to many many places.
1: Wow. Okay. So now the accent that I am hearing is that Finnish or is that Spanish?
2: No, that's Finnish. Is it Finnish. okay?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So you haven't haven't lost that despite twenty years outside of Finland.
2: Anybody who uh, comes to a country past teenagehood will never leave the uh, accent.
1: Interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I I am learning. That's what I love about doing these because I learn something new every single day. There. What else are you selling in the store um, besides the maps? I mean, obviously that seems to be the The wow thing. I mean, your window is just absolutely loaded with them, and I I totally get that you can't have the wall space to hang all of those, because I know what the rents are in Annapolis.
2: (laughs) So, So, uh, we also sell, um, for example, like um, nautical gifts, like um, like, for example, brass compasses and uh, telescopes. Then we have all kind of um, metal hooks in the shape of anchors,
1: turtles, cats. Well, again, on the phone with us is Maria Washburn. She is a proprietress of Woodcraft Artisans in Annapolis. And they're at 155 Main Street and also down at 200 Talbot Street. in Or Talbot Avenue? Is it a street or an avenue in St. Michael's? It's
2: a street. It's a
1: street. Okay. And I, and I know I was corrected at one point. It's not Talbot, because that's what you would say if you were up north. It's Talbot, like there's an O, but it's spelled with an A. <laughs> go go go! figure but the website is woodcraftartisans.com pretty simple one and you can see some of the beautiful stuff that they've got available for purchase right online which uh, as covid rolled through the world everybody that wasn't online certainly was and it made it a little bit easier to peruse a store as opposed to you know walking in which if you get the chance to be in downtown annapolis i would highly recommend this because it's uh You've got to, you've got one of the best stores to browse around in because you could just get lost in the maps and and the workmanship and the the quality of the furniture and the the gear that you do have there. You said you're doing some custom maps, if you will, and people have said, "Hey, you know, I, I would like this one of this particular island in Scotland or something like that." What's the most unusual? Have you had a very unusual request? given me a little bit more time. See, see, it's a trick question. Didn't know it was coming, (laughs) did you? Uh,
2: I think one of the funnest uh, custom maps that I have made was uh, when somebody ordered a custom Scotland map and they wanted to mark just about every distillery and brewery because that's what they did one time in there, and they were having lots of fun touring all these places. So they wanted to have a me- memento of that uh, of that trip.
1: Of course, that's what makes Scotland fun—all the distilleries and the breweries. I mean, <laughs> it makes perfect sense to me. But there's a lot of them, I imagine.
2: I think there is. Yep.
1: <laughs> That—that's incredible. What's the largest map that you've ever done, is in size wise?
2: Thirty-six by forty-eight.
1: So that's like half a sheet of plywood. Three
2: feet, by, three feet by four feet.
1: Yeah, that's like bigger than a half a sheet of plywood. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a big map. What was it of? Do you remember?
2: So um, it's actually one uh, business. Actually, few businesses have uh, ordered these. So one was of Chesapeake, one was of British Virgin Islands. It went into a little boutique hotel there, and then what? One was of North Carolina coast.
1: Ah, interesting. Do you do most of your business online, or do you do it mostly in the store, or has it switched since everything's happened?
2: So it's kind of like pretty evenly spread, but I think Annapolis store is still um, the strongest. But uh, online store is uh, is really, uh, re- really nice to have at this time of the year when it's, you know, not only COVID, but snowstorms and things. So. Even on the days when we are closed and I'm at home, I'm still working my phone. You know, both of the phones are forwarded to my cell phone. So my phone is ringing all the time when I'm at home and uh, and I'm getting emails. So it's very nice. People are still remembering us even that's, though they can't get here.
1: That's fantastic. There's nothing better than waking up in the morning and seeing that you got two orders in over the middle of the night and you, right. while, while, you, while you were sleeping. And I know what you mean about the... Winter months can be very challenging for Annapolis. I remember I was talking to a restaurateur one time who told me that – we were talking about restaurant week and he was saying that a lot of times that and the midnight madnesses tend to be the defining thing between being in the black or the red for certain years. And he said, you know, you get me in February – You come in, I might give you a free meal if you agree to sit in the window and make it look like you're having a good time. And if you (laughs) if you smile, I might even buy your booze to go with it. But it's uh, you know, so it's it is a challenging time when we're in a you know a a cold time. It's uh, which is good. And I just got word recently that they're um, going to be doing Restaurant Week again this year in 2021. They're going to have a lot of carryouts and stuff like that. But with the um, capacity being raised a little bit. Uh, They are going to be doing that, which will be good for the restaurants and certainly for people that are going down to see the stores that are adjacent to them as well. And
2: what's good, in a way, uh, uh, this quiet time is good for the businesses because you have kind of time to stop to think about how you're going to improve things. Because like in December, you're just running like a headless chicken. That's how Finn said it all the time. You know, like there's no time to think about anything. You just go. But um, the winter time is when you get the ideas.
1: I I agree. You've always got to take some time to sit back and relax and reassess. And unfortunately, I don't think going into COVID, anybody, I I honestly thought that was going to be a uh, you know two week bug or something like that blowing around. Who would ever thought we'd be into this still a year later? And yeah. um, you know, everybody, everybody, every business, I felt horrible for them. Just it's like, okay, if if we're allowed to be open, we've got to really rethink how we do things. And as we learn things as we went along, so I mean, I'm just so hopeful that we're Toward the end of this, and you know, the vaccines are going to be moving along with more frequency, and we're going to get back to what was a little bit more normal times. Um, what's the most unique thing that you guys have at Woodcraft Artisans? What would surprise me if I walked in there and saw it there? That was
2: well, so we bring our teak furniture from Indonesia, they're actually packing a container for us right now, and they have the most skillful woodworkers there, and what I really like are some. Uh, we have some coat hangers, like kind of. It's like a stand, so it's it's like a tree. It's cut out oh. of a, a, a tall tree, and just carved out of this uh, one piece. So you can see the base of it. It has the roots of the tree, so they are kind of spread out. So that's how it stands uh, stands up. And then um, they carve these little knobs for your for your coat or your, for your hat. And it makes like a spiral. And so those spiral standing coat racks, hat stands made out of one tree. I think they are the most stunning things we have here.
1: All right. Well, now, now I've got to get down to one fifty five main street and check that out. Uh, and we
2: have more coming in that next container.
1: Ah, that's cool. How much, how much stuff do you get in a container? I mean, I mean is that just, that's like a little mini tractor-trailer, right, that comes, on, right, comes yeah. on a slow boat from yeah. Indonesia.
2: That's right, because it's coming from so far away, so nothing less than a container doesn't really make sense to bring over.
1: How long will it take to get here?
2: Well, by the time I start talking with my guy there about the order, and by the time I open that container, it's like minimum four months.
1: Wow. So you've got to make sure you've got something that's uh, saleable in four months. I guess it's a good thing that you've got a timeless product as opposed to clothing that Mm -hmm. goes out of style in the next, you know, bat of the eye. When
2: Yeah.
1: Well, this is fantastic to learn a little bit more about woodcraft artisans. And you've been here on Main Street for 10 years? 11. 11 years. Six years. We really down?
2: wanted to celebrate last uh, last spring about our tenth uh, anniversary, but it didn't look like a right time to be celebrating
1: anything. You know what? You do do it this spring or do it next spring and put an asterisk effort. and <laughs> you know that's absolutely because I mean you know being ten years is a is a huge effort. And, I mean you've done it twice. You did it for ten years in Puerto Rico and ten years here, and you're on six in St. Michael's, so it's um, really carved a. There's a pun for you carving a. You know, carved a spot for you in the you know, the history of Main Street in Annapolis and the business community for sure.
2: Have something to do with my parents being um uh, business people in Finland and you know. What kind of learn, business learned f- something from them. So my mother had a fruit, vegetable store in a like in a cupboard market. Uh-huh. an old style market. And my father was selling a farm Equipment.
1: Now, did you? Now, why did you get into the whole woodcraft artisans in Puerto Rico? When you did, was it just looking for something to do? Was it like the sales and the the retail and that type of a drive for you, or was it the product? Or so
2: it it was because we had a connection to um, to the product. You know, it was my my husband's, uh, Peter's family um, had a store in British Virgin Islands, and uh, the idea, original idea came from there.
1: And of course, it doesn't hurt that you guys were sailors and had been to probably many of these places, that's for sure.
2: Exactly. And, you know, like we we used to sit on the Teak uh, deck on our sailboat a long time, so we kind of knew about Teak.
1: Do you still have a sailboat? We don't. Do you have any boat?
2: We have a little boat on the on our backyard, but, you know, it hasn't seen water for a couple of years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you, now, now, how much do you miss it? Uh,
2: not too much. It was kind of like been there, done that. I would like to have a little, little power boat to be able to, like, one morning decide that I'm going to go and, and go across to Eastern Shore with my own little boat. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would probably use it about
1: twice a year So, uh. it's funny I used to have a power boat and I, I was a power always a power boater not a sailboater because I want to get in and go someplace I don't want to be at the mercy of the wind and the tides and everything else that's just my impatient nature but I had a power boat and for about five or six years and the last year I had it I had it out five times and I did the math I'm like okay I'm paying this much for the loan I'm paying this much for the slip uh, you know, to pull it for the season and put it back in for the season is that much. It's $250 a day in fuel. Uh, <laughs> you throw in maintenance here, and I'm going, oh, my gosh, you know, this day on the bay, you know, cost me like $1,500. Yeah. And uh, so I ended up selling it, and now I use other people's boats, so it's uh, <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the way to go. But
2: Yeah, I'm also lucky to have a good friend who has a boat, so, yes.
1: You you very, you, very can get, you can get you can get your fix, that. but that's such a wonderful story though that you guys met in Borneo and uh, brought you back, and that's a, that's a great love story. Yeah, that should yeah. be well, Maria Washburn. Thank you very much for your time. I think uh, the products that you guys have are wonderful, and um, I do stop at St. Michael's when I'm down there to take a peek in there, and certainly. Uh, several times here in Annapolis, and it's uh, – there's a couple stores in St. Michael's that are here in Annapolis too. I think there's the um,
2: – Just like there's Annapolis Essentials here, which is our neighbor, there's St. Michael's Essentials there, which is uh,
1: – Same people? Uh,
2: same same people, yeah. Oh. Really
1: good people. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I want to thank you very much for your time, and anybody that's listening, I want to make sure to go to woodcraftartisans.com, and I will put a link down in the show notes here – They're located at 155 Main Street. So if you're going up Main Street, it's on the left about midway. And 200 South Talbot Street in St. Michael's. If you decide to venture across the bridge and see what's on the other side. And just check out these beautiful maps, the teak furniture. And I know I'm going to be in there for that. Uh, Check out that coat hanger tree, for lack of a better word, of what, what it is. But as you, as you browse the store, you'll see that there's a ton of stuff that's just very interesting, eclectic, and neat. It's a perfect place for a gift that anybody that lives near water or is a sail sailboat or a, a boating aficionado or anything to do with boating, this is probably a great store to check out. And again, it's so important to support our small locally owned businesses here because um, I know when um, Mary makes a sale and, you know, ends up paying herself. She turns around and spends it at local restaurants and at another local store, and the money stays right here in town. And that's really what it's all about is keeping businesses on Main Street, the real Main Street in this case, in business and thriving. Uh, here's making a better community for everybody. And you guys are doing, a, you know, a heck of a job at Woodcraft Artisans, and I thank you very much.
2: Thank you very much for saying that. And uh, let's hope for a better year. Uh, this year
1: for all of us oh it absolutely is i i feel it deep in my heart this is you know 2021 will have a little bit few bumps but it's it's going to be much better than it was in 2020 that's for sure
0: thanks for listening to this week's local business spotlight please make sure to visit ionannapolis.net for all your local news events and opinion